Hi, my name is Pete. This is Social Distancer. Welcome to the show. So we've had a bit of a pause on the old social distancing front because of um, problems with the uh, Anchor app thing, um, which went down again. But hey, never mind. We are back. So a couple of things to begin the show with. First of all, we've got a big vote with... Uh, Boris Johnson trying to get through his tiers, his new tiers that are going to come into, assuming that the vote passes, and I think it will pass, um, they'll come into force in a couple of days' time, yeah? Um, Because it's now Tuesday, and I think they come into force, is it tomorrow or, or Thursday? I can't, I don't know. Maybe it's Thursday, I think, actually, yeah. Um, so what does that mean? Well, it means that the um, a b- bunch of Tory MPs, there's about a hundred of them, maybe up to a hundred, are not sure at all that the tier system is a good idea. Um, they've called themselves the COVID recovery group, which is very Orwellian. You know, they're not interested in that at all. They're just interested in keeping their businesses open. Um, and I've spoken in the past about how I am kind of sympathetic to that view. If you are representing your, you know, electorate, then obviously you want to keep the businesses open. But I also think that there's a vast majority of these Tory MPs that are just doing it because they don't like the idea of, um, you know, kind of lockdown. That's it, you know, and they don't really see it from a public health point of view at all, or certainly not enough. Um, Labour have decided to abstain from voting, which means that they they won't vote. They're not voting against it, but they're not voting for the tier system. Um, and Keir Starmer has given his reasons. He's basically said, well, there's not enough money to support people to self-isolate and to support the businesses that are going to have to close under tier three. So, you know, the pubs and the restaurants. Um, so, you know, us abstaining gives the government a very clear view of, you know, kind of what we're thinking about this. Uh, but, uh, so you take Labour out of the picture, basically, you know, there will still be enough people uh, to vote for it, for it to get through. Vietnam has recorded its first uh, case of community transmission in 89 days. That's three months almost, uh, which is a long time. And um, what it is, is the person that that had it, they were working um, as a flight attendant and they had kind of got through that 14-day period and tested negative, but then it developed afterwards, which means that with some people, the, you know, the 14 days thing is just a kind of, it's not arbitrary, but the vast majority of people that develop symptoms get it within 14 days. So 14 days is the, is the cutoff, but it is a range. And we know anecdotally somebody that had uh, symptoms develop after three weeks. And this is what happened in Vietnam as well. So you can have, you know, the thing inside you, it can be at such a small level that you get tested negative, but then it comes out, which is another terrifying thing about the coronavirus. 
Anyway, so I think that Vietnam's going to be okay there because they can jump on these things incredibly efficiently and they've been absolutely outstanding. I mean, quite authoritarian, obviously, but in terms of, you know, getting rid of the, uh, uh, the old COVID, they've been excellent. Now, there's a proposition that people, and there's a big flaw in this, yep, but there's a proposition that people in Tier 3... Because there's this big worry about, you know, okay, if you go into tier three, are you going to stay in tier three until, like, you know, the vaccine comes along in March or whenever? And uh, the government are now proposing that, well, actually, if you have two negative tests, then you can then start to, um, you know, kind of like enjoy the benefits as if you were in tier uh, two. So, for instance, you can meet up with people as long as everybody is negative. Now, Vietnam obviously is uh, an example of how the tests isn't, you know, a hundred percent. Like, you know, no test is a hundred percent, and this test certainly isn't a hundred percent. None of the range of tests you can get for COVID nineteen are a hundred percent. And also, I think that it's not a really great idea if you're telling everyone else tier three, tier three, tier three. You then start to muddy the waters, if you like, and say, oh, well, you've got, uh, you know, two negatives, so you're okay. You can have these other things that are not really happening where you live or like a vast region around you. But because you've got two negative tests, you're okay. Because I think it just kind of, you know, it's not very good for the, the idea that, you know, you're kind of in the same situation as your neighbors and, you know, the people in the whole of the town. And so it could, if you like, seed division, division. But uh, there is a chance that when the vaccine is here and established and people are taking it, then we do have this thing whereby you need to have had the vaccine in order to go into a restaurant or whatever. And I don't see that. I don't really understand the problem with that. Like, it makes perfect sense to me. That if at that point it's a preventable, a preventable, <laughs> a preventable, um, you know, illness, because we've got the vaccine, why would you not just insist? Well, obviously you have to have the vaccine before you can go into a place where if you don't have the vaccine, there's a good chance that you're going to spread the fucking thing to people that might die. You know, I mean, you can't go to various countries without getting vaccinated. You know, it's just a common thing. If you travel internationally, you get vaccinated. It's no big deal. So if you've got vaccinated for that, then why can't you uh, ensure that you're vaccinated to protect the people around you? OK, like I don't see that as controversial at all. Like, that's the whole point of the vaccine is to kind of keep people safe. And it makes sense that you then kind of apply that to the real world, you know. Come in here if you got the vaccine. Beautiful. Thank you very much. I run to the shop and I bump into everyone. Say, have you heard? Oh
So I've decided to change things up here on Social Distance. Uh, we're going to go from uh, four shows a week to one show a week from next week. So this is the last week where you got your four shows. And it's a bit of a different timetable, obviously, because of the um, old anchor fucking uh, thing. Uh, but uh, hopefully they'll probably be able to cope with one show a week. Those um, infrastructures... Um, so, okay, what's the reason for this? Well, number one, there was a, a natural momentum when we were charting the US election, which meant there was news, 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 news about that, and obviously news about COVID-19. And obviously we had the election, and there was a bit of a spillover as to, oh, what's going to happen with Trump? Well, we know about that. Now, you know, there's no question in anyone's mind that the inauguration is going to happen on the 20th of January. Joe Biden is the president-elect. Kamala Harris is the president, the vice president-elect. And so that's all, you know, great. And you can get into the weeds about, you know, this and that and this and that and try to create content about it. But essentially, a lot of the drama has gone, of course, from that situation, okay? So, so that means that quite a lot of the last kind of, what, at least six weeks or two months worth of content, if you like, just from a content specific, you know, focus for a moment, you know, it's become far less interesting and dramatic, yeah, because we, we had the election, our guy won, or certainly my guy won, and, um, you know, so great. Now, there are a couple of things, obviously, that I want to talk to you about, um, you know, in terms of the COVID-19 crisis, in terms of Joe Biden's inauguration, you know, when the vaccine comes along, uh, fallout from, uh, you know, for instance, Thanksgiving, which we're you know, probably seeing the figures in the States in the next couple of weeks, the surge on top of a surge, as Fauci called it uh, over the weekend. Um, you know, so there are things to talk about but I do think now that one day a week is uh, you know perfectly reasonable they might be quite long shows uh, but also maybe not depending what happens in the week you know it'll probably be every Friday Thursday Friday Saturday I'm not entirely sure but around about the end of the week is when we'll drop out so episode 201 is going to be the Friday after this Friday so just to remind you if as if you needed reminding Episode 200 is this Friday, and then we've got the weekend off, and then we'll get together a show for you next Friday. Now, of course, if something extraordinary happens, I'll do a special episode, yeah? You know, no problem at all, just jump on, see what's going on, keep the channel open, you know, as they say, in uh, wayfaring uh, districts. Um, and also, of course... Uh, there's the chance now that at some stage in the future, before we all die, we actually do our Sweden special. That we've been <laughs> like promising for, I think we started promising that before um, COVID 19 existed. If you go back, we were talking about the Sweden special, I think 1999 was the first time we started talking about it. And so, but it does obviously present an opportunity whereby we can kind of shape the content of a week a bit, you know, better than <laughs> than slamming, you know, COVID-19 at the beginning and fucking Joe Biden and Trump at the end. 
which is the shape of the of the shows for the last six weeks or so or two months or so so anyway um obviously you know it goes without saying that if you want to contact me about anything please do um social distance of podcast at gmail.com and thank you for your uh, correspondence and um uh, we're on twitter as well which is podcasting covid um and i did get a question actually from poor choice and this is like totally again poor choice does it like not based on any well based on poor choice but, sorry per choice i do apologize per choice um poor choice per choice it's fucking difficult to say per choice isn't it per choice being per choice asks will you miss all this that just that that was the question will you miss all this and weirdly i uh well of course there's some aspects of that i will but it's my decision of course to go from four to one um shows a week show a week what's the thing from four from four shows to one show a week that's the thing yeah that's how you say that when i went down from seven to four it was because i wanted to enjoy the summer a little bit and now i want to just you know get ready for christmas and kind of you know see what happens in the new year who knows what's going to happen i mean i could get fucking covid-19 like nobody knows what's going to happen but i'm working from home i'm being very careful cases have dropped in in the last um in the last week by a third which is great or i think sorry um before since before the start of lockdown uh, by a third which is great um so we kind of know the basic parameters of how this is going to play out as far as anyone can tell you know we are going to get spikes and it is going to be nasty but the tears should be adhered uh, by adhered to by most people and i think that especially in tier 3 we should get the r below 1 and that it will keep falling down you know in tier 3 especially and even in tier 2 if we can get the r below 1 like definitely below 1 then there's a good chance that it won't go above 1 and then it's only a matter of time even with all of these things that i've fucking spoken to you about like you know so for so much of our lives you know masks on children in schools and all the rest of it even with all of that stuff all of the flaws in the system if we stick to this tier regiment then there is a way through so with the mass testing uh, idea as well you know 300,000 now have been tested in liverpool and there are problems with that you know like the poorer areas there was a survey that said only 4% of the poorest areas of um, liverpool have been tested which is obviously no good because they're the people that they're not going for the testing because they're scared that they're going to get it or sorry that they they've got it and it will be kind of shown that they've got it and they don't want to for it to be shown that they've got it because they don't want to take time off work because there's nothing in place to give them the opportunity to do that because they need to work to put food on the table you know so there is lots of flaws with this mass testing thing but generally it's better to have it than not to have it we do need mass testing and we do need to uh, kind of like see a way out and we can really see 
the shape of this story now, if you like, towards the vaccine. Bar any surprises that, of course, could happen. And, of course, you also have to factor in the incredible F-ups by the sausage and by his corrupt crew. You know, factor that in all the time. And if anything does happen, you know, I can do a, a, a special. But... Let's quickly now think of the slug. Beautiful slug. I'm talking about the slug. I'm talking about the common slug, probably integral to the ecosystem of your gardens and your, you know, alleyways, your cycle paths. Ready? Think of the slug. One, two, three. Walk between the raindrops. Take care of yourself. Thank you so much for your loyal listenership. Throughout all of this, we've got like hours and hours and hours of archive. You know, by the end of this week, 200 episodes of archive material for your enjoyment. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.